0: I want to thank those of you who've been praying for me and my family. On the 15th of this month, my daughter gave birth to a beautiful little baby girl. On the 12th of this month. And the Lord took our little baby girl home on the 15th. On the 16th, which was Father's Day, last Sunday... A year ago, it was the last conversation I ever had with my husband Melvin. And then on the 20th, the Lord took him home. And I stand before you broken. It still hurts. And we called Pastor Greg to come and pray at the hospital. And when he came, he and my daughter had a wonderful conversation. And then I went out in the hall, and I was just crying and weeping, and I said, Greg, I'm tired. And I said, but I refuse to be a wounded soldier. And he said, well, Peggy, the truth is you are wounded, but the question is, are you still willing to be a soldier? And so I stand before you this morning asking you that same question. That no matter what you go through, no matter what the circumstances are, no matter how difficult life gets, and it gets awfully difficult at times, are you still willing to be a soldier in the army of the Lord? It's not easy. Sometimes as soldiers, we get wounded on the battlefield. Sometimes we get so wounded we have to set out of ministry for a season. And other times we can be patched back up with the balm of Gilead, and be sent back in. And so this morning, I want to share with you from a few scriptures, beginning with 1 Peter 4, 12 and 13. And I would really ask that, although it's wonderful and we have the overhead, I want to challenge us to begin bringing our Bibles back to church. There's a word in there that the Lord may have just for you that he would want you to underscore. 1 Peter 4, 12 and 13. Dear friends, do not be surprised at the painful trial you are suffering, as though something strange were happening to you. But rejoice that you participate in the sufferings of Christ, so that you may be overjoyed when his glory is revealed. And then 1 Peter 5. 6 through 10. Humble yourselves therefore under God's mighty hand that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy the devil prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him. Standing firm in the faith Because you know that your brothers and sisters throughout the world are undergoing the same kind of suffering. And then, may the God of all grace who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you've suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. I want you to know you and I are not the only ones suffering today, if there are any here besides me. But I love what Ephesians 6 tells us to do. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world. And in addition to this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the fiery, flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in the Spirit on all occasions and with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all of the saints. Pray also for me. That whenever I open my mouth, words may be given to me so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am ambassador in chains. Pray that I may declare it fearlessly as I should. And the title of the sermon this morning is Dressed for War, Dressed for Victory. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we praise you and thank you for your words that are scripted to us in First Peter that, Father, we know that what we're going through, even though it hurts and it seems like we're in a world by ourselves, we're not. Help us to minister to one to another during this time of praise and worship and ministry. We thank you, God, that you have given us your word and that you've taught us how to stand in these evil days. Father God, I ask that you empty me of myself. There is nothing in and of myself I can say, but all things are possible through you, Jesus Christ. And the church said, Amen. I need to let you know that I enjoy being a female. I enjoy dressing up. And when I dress up for really special occasions, everything's got to be in place. A couple of weeks ago, I went to something called the Cotillion Ball, which is for young ladies coming out of high school. And they have to dress in all white. And their fathers escort them out. And then they do a curtsy. And they are introduced to society well. It was strictly formal. So I knew I had to be cute that night, even though I was not a dev. I had to be looking good. And in my mind, I had an idea of a dress that I wanted to wear. And there was no pattern for it, really. And there's a woman in the church who's Bill Trage's wife. And she sews and... And I said, could you make this for me? And she said, just describe it to me. And she did. And so on that night, I was dressed from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. I had on an African head wrap and this little cute dress with this cape. My mother had taught me that when you're really going to dress up, you take a pair of shoes that you buy from Salvation Army. Use the same material of your dress on your shoes. I was so cute that night. I even had, Linda made me a little purse that matched with everything. And I realized that I spent a lot of time getting dressed for a short occasion. Well, the thing that I learned, and God has really impressed upon me, is that you always have to be dressed for the climate that you're going into. As men of Snowtons, we experience snow or at least cold, it feels like to me, seven months out of a year. But during those times when it's 20 below temperature, 20 below wind chill, every part of your body must be covered. Whatever is uncovered, you will experience frostbite, they say, within three minutes. What does all of that have to do with the armor of God? When you and I are not fully dressed with the armor of God, When we are not walking in the ways of the Lord, that's where the enemy will attack. Whatever part of us is uncovered, if it's our head, our breast, if it's our... We don't have on the belt of truth, that's where the enemy will attack us. And remember that Satan's whole purpose is to kill, steal, and destroy. Yes, my family is suffering now, but many of you have experienced what we're experiencing And I contend that the enemy literally has called out an assault on the children who are to be the next believers in the body of Christ. Some of you may have teenagers who are not living according to what you taught them. I believe that you and I now, as never before, need to press in to the Lord and take authority in the name of Jesus. And not let the enemy win. We've got to stand firm and be steadfast. We've got to cover these babies. You and I are all they have. And there's Jesus. And so this morning, I want to share with you a few words about the armor of God. And what it means to be ready to deal with the evil. Evil is inevitable. It is not something we like to talk about. But spiritual warfare is real. And if you haven't experienced it in your life, you will. The key becomes you can never plan for it. Although we're not to be caught off guard by it, we can't plan for it. But the key is to be prepared in it. So all the resources and all the accoutrements that you and I need to stand firm In the body of Christ, the Lord has given us. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. First of all, know for sure, you cannot battle Satan in your own power. You cannot deal with evil in your own power. The enemy is not afraid of you. Demons don't fall down at your name. They don't hear the name of Peggy Riley and Shudder. But at the name of Jesus, Every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. In the name of Jesus, you and I have given power in his name to trample on the head of the serpent. God has given us that authority. We need to take it and use it. Put on the full armor of God. This is an active kind of thing to do. When you get up in the morning to get dressed, you don't just sit there and get dressed. You have to go to your closet and take out the clothing. You have to go to your drawer and take out the undergarments. You have to go and pick the shoes you're going to wear. So when we put on the full armor of God, God is compelling us to be active in ministry for him. And then the next word is stand. The word stand means be immovable, be steadfast. When I said to Greg, Greg, I'm tired, and I don't get it anymore. I don't quite understand why there has to be such intense pain. And when he talked about, am I willing to still be a soldier, I had to make a decision then. In my flesh, I would have wanted to say no, but this is not about my flesh. It's about the Spirit of God. And I said, yes, Lord, I will stand. And even when I can't stand to stand, I'm still going to stand. Even though the battle gets so intense and it gets so difficult and you see your children, you see your spouse going through different things, the Lord is asking, will you still stand? In the military, the term stand means holding into position, that you stand. And you stand firmly and you stand grounded and you stand rooted. The only way that you and I can stand firm and ground and rooted is that we have to know the Word of God. We have to read the Word. We have to meditate on the Word. We need to take time before the Lord and set aside everything else and say, Father, here I am before you. I've made a decision to stand. Now, Lord, teach me how to be unmovable, how to be unshakable. I refuse to let anything separate me from the love of God. Anything, nothing, and no one can separate me from the love of God. And so I've taken a stand in the name of Jesus. Before any offense is launched in war, one must first of all maintain one's own ground. I contend that you and I need to go back to doing Joshua marches. The Lord told Joshua, Joshua, go and walk. In every place you plant your feet, take that ground back for me. You and I need to walk the streets of Maplewood. You and I need to walk the streets of St. Paul and take back what the enemy has stolen from us. I refuse to continue to watch our young people dying, to watch marriages falling apart. To watch watch men and women be torn up by physical things. So I want to walk where Jesus would have me to walk and take back that land. Well, what is it you and I are to stand against? We're to stand against the devil's schemes. Let me tell you something. God is omnipresent. He's everywhere all the time. Satan is not God, therefore he cannot be everywhere all the time. But his demons, his imps, he sends out to do battle in our lives. The devil has a plan. He has a scheme to try to kill, steal, and destroy you and I as the body of Christ. Satan really hates women. If you look at Revelation, devouring a young boy and he wanted to. You see, women bring forth life. Women bring forth birth. And so I want to say to the men today, cover your wives in prayer. Be her protector. Be her guard as she is also crying out to the Lord. But you see, the enemy is sworn to destroy the body of Christ. His whole purpose, kill, steal, and destroy and so this morning I would ask you, how much ground have you let the enemy take in your own life where there's been destruction? I want you to know that when you get ready to fight against Satan, you do it in the name of the Lord, and there's nothing pretty about it. Many times on, on sitcoms, you see an African-American female who's ready to fight. Some woman has talked about her, and she said, oh, it's on Now. She begins snatching off her earrings, she kicks her shoes off, she snatches her weave out of her head, and she's ready to fight. When you are ready to press into the Lord, you may sniff and snot and cry, but press in anyway. Your eyelashes may fall off, but press in anyway. Your makeup may run, but press in anyway. Press in to the Lord. It's not about how good you look. Your looks are not going to get you to heaven, but your prayer and your stand for rightness and righteousness is what the Lord is calling for. I wish we could get back to that old-time religion where we used to surround the altar and kneel and pray, and we didn't get up until a change come. I don't know what you need in your life, but I'm going to reach up to the Lord, and I refuse to let him go until he gives me what I need in my life. I refuse to let him go until my children need what they need in their life. I refuse to let him go as long as he's called me to this place, as long as I have life and breath in me, and sometimes it hurts to breathe. I refuse to let him go. We don't struggle against flesh and blood, remember that. Your son, your daughter, your husband, your wife, they are not the problem. When you get upset, this is a question you should ask. Lord, what's the spirit behind them that's causing them to do what they do? And then listen to the Lord. Lord, what door has been opened in our home to allow the enemy to gain entrance? Reveal it to us, Lord. And then once the Lord reveals it, close that door. The word struggle means to wrestle. I've never been a wrestler. I've never been in the army. I need to let you know it wasn't easy finding this little get (laughs) When I walked into rag, rag stock and I said, do you have any army fatigues? And he looked at me and I said, just answer my question. I understand the importance now why you have to go through boot camp and lose about 30 pounds. I think there was only one of these made the size, but praise the Lord. But I, I recognize that my wrestling I can't do in and of myself. I can only do it in the spiritual realm. My fighting has to happen in terms of military strategy. I want you to never underestimate Satan. Don't ever think he's not real. That's a double negative. You don't have to be afraid of him. You have power and authority in the name of Jesus over him. But don't ever think he is asleep. He's always plotting where he can get you next. That's why you've got to be on guard spiritually 24-7. The Bible talks about pray without ceasing. That's for a reason. The Lord is pouring out blessings in this body. And as the blessings are being poured out, the intensity of warfare is increasing. You can see it on the staff. You can see it in the congregation. But know that you have every piece of weaponry to win this war in the name of Jesus. What we are fighting and wrestling against, authority. Powers of darkness against spiritual wickedness in high places, in heavenly places. These are supernatural forces that you can only come against supernaturally. And remember this, Satan has a hierarchy of powers. Powers, principalities. I don't have time to go into all of that this morning. But I want you to know that as in Revelation. The book of Revelation talks about the seven churches. Each church has an angel assigned to it. Just like each church has an angel assigned to it, the enemy has assigned one of his demons. But greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. We don't have to be afraid, but we do need to be alert. There are basically three realms of heaven that are talked about in different ways in the Bible. The first one is the sky, which you and I can see. The second one is talked about in Ephesians 2 and 2, where the prince of the air resides. In Job 1 and 6, it says that the angels went to talk to the Lord and Satan went with them. The third realm of heaven is where God is. I've learned in my life that when my prayers are getting stuck many times, it's at that second level where the enemy has found a way to get in there. And so I have to pray and ask God to dispatch his ministering angels to send my prayers up to heaven. And so the enemy has a plan. And you and I need to be aware of that plan. And then there's how to get dressed. First of all, there is the belt of truth wrapped around you. All of these accoutrements are part of what The Roman soldier wore. Now, I've got a little bitty Roman soldier that Shelley Boyd gave me. I doubt that you all can see that. But this little bitty Roman soldier is how they were dressed in the ancient days. But the belt of truth, the buckle of truth, the belt of truth, was put on once the breastplate of righteousness was in place. And it held everything together. For you and I today, the truth that we need to understand is the Word of God. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. But you can't know the truth if you're not reading the Word. You may not know what to do, but every answer to every question is in the Word of God. So you and I need to have that buckle, that belt of truth wrapped around us. And then there's the breastplate. The breastplate covered the Roman soldier from their shoulders down to their thighs. Even Jesus himself put on the righteousness like a breastplate. You and I have to stand for rightness, and we have to be men and women of integrity. You see, that's where the enemy has attacked some of you, morally and in your integrity. It's been difficult for you to stand against Satan because there's been little holes in your life. I'm not saying this to make you feel ashamed. I'm saying that if there's any place in your life around morality or integrity where the enemy has gotten a foothold, give it to the Lord before you leave this place and leave as a man and woman of integrity. You see, what happens is Hurt happens in our heart. Things that happen in our lives, it hits us in our heart. And out of our heart flows the abundance of life. Who you are, what you feel and what you believe, it all is here in your heart. And so maybe this morning, you need to symbolically, in the spiritual realm, see yourself take a breastplate of righteousness and have it cover your heart. And then we've got the shield of faith. It's interesting. When it says take the shield of faith, the way that a Roman soldier got his spear and his shield was he had an armor bearer that would hand it to him. You and I need armor bearers. An armor bearer is a person that will pray for you. If you remember the story of Moses in battle, when he got tired and his arms went limp, God sent, I was going to say Hank Aaron, God God sent Aaron and her. excuse me, (laughs) maybe he did send Hank Aaron, I don't know, I don't even know where that came from, but anyway, God sent to Moses two armor bearers, Aaron and her, and they lifted up his arms when he was weak in battle, and as long as his arms were lifted, they won the fight, maybe you're too tired now. Maybe you've been going through so much until your arms need to be lifted. Someone needs to come alongside you and be your armor bearer. The shield of faith for the Roman soldier was large and it was oblong. And it consisted of two layers of wood that were glued together. And many times it was covered in leather. And the soldiers, when they would go to fight, sometimes they would form a line next to one another, each having their shield of faith up. And what they did is that they then put a wall of protection around those soldiers behind them. You and I need to have a shield of faith that we are protected from the fiery darts. then the word of God goes on to say, take the shield of faith so that you can extinguish the fiery darts. The Roman soldier would experience sometimes that the enemy would take that dart and dip it in something, it was a cane pole sometimes, and they would dip it in something called tow. And tow was flammable, so before they shot the arrow, they would light it, and they would shoot it directly towards that Roman soldier. All he had to do was put up his shield of faith, The leather that was dipped in water and the fiery dart would automatically be extinguished. My question to you this morning, what arrows has Satan been shooting at you? What arrows has Satan been shooting at your family, in your community, in your church? You need to have the shield of faith in front of you. Faith is that thing that you can't see. It's trust in God regardless of the circumstance. How strong is your faith this morning? Is your faith, is your shield of faith so strong that when the enemy comes against you, you can still stand? And then there's the helmet of salvation. And the helmet covered the head. And it was usually made of bronze and it had leather straps. You see, it's important. That you and I put on symbolically the helmet of salvation. Because the first place the enemy tries to get us is our mind. He tries to mess with our mind. He tries to make us believe things that aren't true. Like, oh, you messed up. You might as well forget it now. God can never have you back. Oh, you did that thing yesterday. That's the way you're always going to be. Oh, your family's messed up. Your family's always going to be messed up. That's a lie from the pit of hell. Because in Christ we are new creatures. We put away the old and we take on the new. I don't have to keep living in my past. I don't have to keep living in my woundedness. I don't have to keep listening to the lies that Satan tells me. Because I have on the helmet of salvation. And then last, the sword of the Spirit. I forgot one. The shoes. Whoa, now this is important. Ladies, you see these? <laughs> Thank you. Women, a lot of times, we will find a pair of shoes that we like and we'll make our size 10 fit in that size 8 Because we want to look cute. We want to look good. Even though within ten minutes we'll have a headache. Our whole body will be hurting. And after that ten minutes is up, we get in the car and kick them bad boys off. And there's freedom. The Roman soldier had shoes that were fitted to his feet. Specifically, they fit. And one of the reasons why Roman soldiers could tend to do well in battle is because of their shoes fitting correctly and they also had something like cleats on them so when they had to go through the terrain, they didn't slip and slide. For those of you that are golfers years ago, you can wear out on the golf field those golf shoes with cleats that were metal, but you can't do that now. They have to be plastic. And so I ask you this morning, Do your feet fit well in your shoes? Are you having on the pair of shoes that you need, that God is able to say to you, it's time for war now, and I want you to be ready with your feet shod with the gospel of peace. Even when all hell breaks loose, there are many times you can have peace in your life. And the sword of the Spirit was a sword that... They cut and it was two-edged and they would thrust it towards their enemy. The Word of God is our sword. Read the Word, study the Word, meditate on the Word, so that when darkness comes you can fight against it. And then be alert. How? Through your prayers. How is your prayer life? Does God know you according to your prayers? Does He know your voice because you speak to your Father often? Your prayer life is the thing that day to day to day will get you through the good times and the hard times. You see, Paul said, pray for me that I may speak fearlessly and boldly and proclaim the Word of God. It's time to fight, Woodland Hills, in the spirit realm. It's time to take a stand for rightness and righteousness. Whatever you're going through today, if it's a difficult time, if it's a difficult place, don't leave this place until you have someone pray for you. If you're experiencing warfare, Know that you must be doing something right, they say. Whew! God loves you. God needs you. You see, the victory is already won. It was run on the cross. It was won when Jesus died on Calvary. We just have a few little skirmishes we have to go through every now and then. But in the long run, I know... That Jesus is taking care of Melvin. I know that Jesus is taking care of my granddaughter. And I know I'll see them again. I know it. I know I'll see my grandmother again. My grandmother used to sing a song. I'm on the battlefield for my Lord. I'm on the battlefield for my Lord. And I promised him that I, I'm going to serve him till I die. I'm on the battlefield for my Lord. Can you make that commitment today? That even if you have to let go of a dream in order for God to work in your life, if you have to let go of a relationship for God to work out what he wants to work out in your life, can you do it because you've got on the full armor of God? Would you bow your heads, please? You see, the only way that you can be a soldier on the battlefield is that you have to know Jesus as your personal Savior. The only way that you can make it through spiritual warfare is that you have to know Jesus as your personal Savior. And so I would ask if you're here today and you've never asked Jesus into your heart and you don't have the assurance of heaven as being your home, but you're willing to say during this service, yes, Lord, come into my heart. We want to pray with you. Would you just raise your hand? If you're willing to say, I need you in my life, Lord. I, I, I haven't asked you in before, but I need you now, Jesus. Would you simply just raise your hand? And we want to pray with you. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus, yes. Is there anyone else? Just raise your hand. You're willing to say, Lord, I didn't even realize what I was going through was war- warfare. Is there anyone else? Just raise your hand. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So one hand, and we're going to pray for that one soul to receive Christ. So, the family of God, if you'll pray with me and say, Father, forgive me of my sins. I believe, Lord, that you died on the cross at Calvary and that you were buried. But on the third day, you rose again and you are now seated at the right hand of God. Teach me how to live for you. Teach me how to walk with you. Thank you for forgiving me of my sins. I am now a new creature in you, Jesus. Amen. I'm going to ask the altar team to go. And this is what I'm going to ask you. If you're here today and you've been experiencing warfare that's unbelievable, Or you want to stand in the gap for someone in your family who's been experiencing warfare. And you just need to take a few minutes and to have someone pray with you. I want you to come as we sing, Lord, I want to be a Christian in my heart. Would you stand and sing that with me? as you go.